1: Wow, I could really use current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
2: La la la, la. Inner Wealth Podcast. La la la. The Inner Wealth Podcast. La La. The la, la. Inner Wealth Podcast. La, 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 la. Podcast. In you know what day it is? Wealth Podcast. Meditate and give. So manifest the greater this. And things all good, cause I say it is. Investing it in the wealth. Real generational wealth is mental health. It's an inside game. No toxicity. Let's talk and more listening. Ladies and gentlemen. And now we introducing David McCullough. Founder of Inception. The first Metal Wealth gym. Inner Wealth Podcast. La la la. The Inner podcast. La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast.
3: It make and weave. One. Alright, everyone. Welcome back to the Inner Wealth Podcast. Got a special guest in the building. Got my guy Anton Wizbisky. <laughs> what up though, Anton? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Uh, for sure, man. Um, you know, I I met you probably uh, what year is this? Twenty twenty one. When did I meet you? Twenty. I was young, man. Fourteen, probably fifteen. So now that I think about that, let me tell this story. I have to really bring it to you. You came to my facility <laughs> with five dudes, <laughs> and y'all were gonna do floating. Yes. And I had one float tank. <laughs> y'all was so determined that literally for night my whole day, night. y'all were my clients for the whole Let's day. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we were there morning till night, man. I was like, I, I got all you know, introduced to every one of you guys. Like I was like, damn, man, these guys. And, and you was probably about, what, 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 17, probably, 18? Probably about 17. And I was, I was, I was almost jealous because <laughs> I was like, "How the hell you get the get the experience of float tank in the, in in high school, dude? I would not wish I had that." Yeah, man.
4: I mean, it. it I mean, I, we're sure, sure we're going to get into this, but it makes all the difference, right? The earlier you get yeah. in, the better.
3: Yeah, and and not only that after that well i mean obviously i talked to you a lot when you were there yeah and you were in a network marketing company remember yep. that yeah remember i was telling you how that network marketing <laughs> company was gonna work out yep but you drove in you had the Benz. You, you were like in the <laughs> did i
4: have the bins then yeah i think oh, you wow. had the okay bends. so i was 17
3: yeah you, so i, I think you 17. had the bands So maybe you maybe that was after the fact uh you was in what you were in verve yeah i mean well it was two years a two or three year period i had the cars but
4: yeah, mm-hmm. I must have been 17 then.
3: Which I thought was uh, remarkable. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're talking about 16, 17 in high school because even legally, you would not even supposed to be able to do what you were doing as a network marketer. you think you have to be 18 typically. But you were you were doing it. You were building. building. Yeah, we had the
4: parents co-sign on, okay. on the account. <laughs> so there
3: you go. So there you go. I thought that was impressive. And I had always been impressed with you as a, just a, a young person and just as a person in general because- Again when you first came in you floated. Next you know I look up and you got a float tank running a float tank out of your house, man, yes. like a like a tent ho- float tank and I just I just sat back and I said, "Man, I I can't even feel no type of way about this guy, <laughs> man. Like he 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 hustling." Yeah, well, it was just such a passion.
4: Um mm. I mean, mental health has always been a passion, but when I went in that float tank the first time, that was huge, man. Cause I wasn't like a meditator. Mm. I never meditated, but when you went, when I went in there, it was just like, you go into a meditation. So I, I, I remember that experience very, very vividly. That first one, Mm -hmm. I, I haven't thought about it till today in a long time, but man, I remember I was seeing stars and there was like, I was just totally, now I know I was in totally like theta brainwave patterns. I was I was dreaming with my eyes open, man. It was awesome. And my body was so relaxed and it allowed me to just feel really
3: good. So I was hooked right away.
4: I was hooked right away.
3: Now, would you say after that, and I'll, I have my own experience after that, but too, would you say after that, your level of manifestation increased? Mm. Like when you got your tank and you start floating in it regularly? Probably. Um,
4: it, I think to answer the question in a different way, when I started healing in general, Mm, manifestation went through the roof because number one, I stopped wanting to manifest through my ego and I wanted to manifest through what I say, like my higher self or my soul, which Mm. wants more like impact service driven. And with that comes the money, the the, whatever you're looking for. But I was able to drive from a different place. Once I really started to heal my heart and and get in my authentic truth and just own that and, and drive from that place and, and the healing it's a journey it still is a journey yeah but the floating and all those things were really setting me up for my life that was going to become what it what it did and is becoming and so yeah
3: healing for sure will increase manifestation abilities big time yeah so and and i i i've experienced that too for myself yeah um you know obviously i'm talking about specific modalities if you want to call them but yes um yeah, it's really just doing the work and 100%. and 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 unraveling. I remember the first time, and I've told this story many times on this podcast, first time that I brain trained, maybe second second time. I was looking for the desire to for this car that I had. Mm. Like you could feel it. Mm-hmm. Like I had zero desire for it. Mm-hmm. It's like being hungry and all of a sudden you're not hungry anymore. I'm like I'm not even hungry. Yeah. And I looked back and I was like I I placed my awareness on what that was at that moment in time and I said I don't want a new car. Yeah. I want to feel better.
4: Yeah. So when you talk about
3: manifestation, you can't, yeah, people think they want to manifest what they want to manifest and it's not, that's not what you even really even want, right? No, because they're, they're being driven from pain. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get out of pain and into pleasure,
4: but it's way stronger when you're driving from pleasure. Um, You're driving from wanting to give back and serve, not to just make more money. That's not going to do anything for you if your, if your heart's broken or you, you have all these mental health problems and all these different things. It's like, you're going to feel more of a void Yeah. because the more money you make, the harder life can get, especially if you're becoming a celebrity and you're, you're growing in that way where you're in the public's eye, it can, it can, it can be challenging, man. Yeah. It can be challenging. So we, we got to heal our hearts and, and do the work on ourselves consistently because, It's never going to end. And I always tell people, it's like the more you grow and the challenges in your life, they're really your opportunities to grow. Mm -hmm. Cause we hit that threshold, right? Of like, all right, I feel like I can only work through this challenge here and you get here and then you work through it. And the only way you can work through it is you can either retract and become small and the challenge isn't as big, or you can grow beyond it. And now you're introducing yourself to a greater part of you. Like, you know, I call it the higher self and, and, then, boom, another challenge comes in. You got to grow again. And that's life, man. Mm-hmm. So people, like, they want no challenges. I tell them all the time. I was like, no. Challenges are a sign of life. That's right. a sign of growth. And you should honor those and, and accept those and want to work through those so you can become a better version of yourself. And
3: herein lies the, the name of the episode, Awakening from the Trauma Matrix, part three. <laughs> part three. Then and, and that's important why we even, we didn't do that uh, consciously, but... Unconsciously it's about that. It's like, you know, we're talking about awakening from the trauma matrix. A part of that matrix is is society programming you and telling you you want all this stuff. Yeah. And once you get all this stuff, you're gonna feel better about yourself. And you do for a moment. Temporarily. Yeah. For five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> five seconds. <laughs> and then they have they even have a thing called buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. 'Cause you you weren't you didn't really want that. You didn't really want to spend the money on that. Some salesperson just got you amped up enough. You know you need this. And yeah. maybe they even fear lost you. These are even tactics that we learn yeah, in sales, right? Sad. So when you think about that, that's a part of that matrix, the sales matrix. And this totally. matrix is all a part of our culture. And you have to know how each one of them work. Yeah. But in the healing, let's, let's talk about Neo. And let's talk about the Matrix. And again, I've talked about this on previous episodes. And I'll I'll mention some of the similar scenes, but I'll give you opportunity to, okay. to even uh, break that down. It's like, you remember when Neo first came out the Matrix? Well, at first, let's go here. Let's go here. You can talk to everybody you want to talk to about mm-hmm. the things that you talk about. Mm-hmm. But unless they choose... To hear from you Mm -hmm. is nothing you can do. No, never. So you're talking about Morpheus. Yeah. Here's the options. Yeah. Here's his red pill, his blue pill. Yes. And in that, guess what? Morpheus doesn't force it upon upon you. Yeah. So what have you seen in terms of that in society and and being a, uh, not just an influencer, because that's just a low level word, but more of a uh, a light worker you hear trying to, you know, we're trying to shift consciousness. hundred percent. We are shifting it.
4: Yes. We are shifting it. Um, I think, so I've been able to work with, uh, some incredible people on this planet, you know, some of the most well-known spiritual leaders in the world, very influential business people, you know, millionaires, billionaires, the whole thing. But what I learned about the true masters is that they meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. They meet people where they are, but they take them to where they need to go. So there's like this story, right? It's like, I'm going to butcher it so bad, but it's remind me of this moment. It's like, there's this guru, right? And he's Mm -hmm. supposed to be the all-knowing guru. Some guy goes to him. He's like, is there a God? And the the guru goes, no, there is no God. And the guy goes, I knew it. Like, I knew it because he was spending all his time praying and this Mm -hmm. and that. And he was just like, I knew there was no God. I can now live my life again. And the guru was like, go live your life. So another guy comes. So there. it was an Indian guru. That's, yeah, another <laughs> Indian guru. This is, this, is, this is a real story, mm. butchering it. Another follower comes to the guru. Is there a God? Yes, there is a God. And the guy's like, the, the follower's like, wait, but you just told that other guy there was no God. And now you're telling this guy there is a God. And the moral of the story was like, that guru understood the person in front of him. And if he told that one guy there was a God when he believed there wasn't, it's going to fuck him up because he's going to spend all his life, go praying, do do, doing nothing to take action or to to live a real life. He's just going to pray and believe God's going to save him. Mm. But the other guy was on the other end of the extreme. He was already praying all the time. He was already spending all his living moments praising God. So when the guru said, there is no God, he's like, Oh my God, I got to go live my life. I got to go do something. I don't have to just sit Mm. here and pray. So taking it back to the matrix, it's like, that's what neo needed in that moment you know not the pressure he needed just the option
3: yeah because he was a curious person as it was and that that's that part of that oracle thing and we talked about that briefly when we we were in the car talking about how like you know um and we can go into this for briefly talking about i see a lot of young people they're getting a lot of money (laughs) Quit. Crazy some money. of my friends, man. Yeah. You say some people, you money. know, they're $100 million. I mean, you see them selling crypto punks and cycle kitties and all this <laughs> other stuff. And it's just like, like, what? Yeah. And then they have to, they might not even be conditioned enough to be able to handle that. No, I'd say almost all of them aren't. They're not ready.
4: Mm. They're, they're, they're not. And, you know, they, they put their emphasis on one thing their whole life how am I going to make it? That's what most people do. How am I that's their like driving force all the time in our culture because our culture conditions us to believe that. How am I going to make it? How am I going to make it? All right, you made it. You're worth 100 million dollars. Now what? Right. Oh shit, I still have issues with my dad. Oh shit, I still have a horrible relationship with my mom. Oh shit, I feel I have anxiety. I can't sleep. The money amplifies you, man. The yeah. money is an amplifier. So a lot of these people they they really really struggle.
3: They really, and, really and on struggle. top of that when people not just have perception of money because money and perception of money are two different things, mm-hmm. right right real money and then projected
4: because some people money. <laughs> some people
3: you know they may have a status, but they don't have the money true, right So you got true. two different things and but even the perception of money from your friends and your family. They coming at you, you're going to lose, you're going to lose a lot of people. You got to wall yourself off. And that's traumatic in a sense. It it is. It is. I went through an experience like that where Hmm. I hit this really
4: weird place in life, like not from an ego, but I felt like I was so young and no one around me could relate. I was like, I'm not, I'm not worried about going on a vacation when I want, how I want. And then I really started fucking with my head was when I I couldn't tell, I felt like I couldn't tell my parents how well I was really doing. So I played down myself around mm, them. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's going good, but I, I wouldn't share details because I felt they weren't really ready to hear it. I don't know if they were or weren't. It doesn't really matter the way I...
1: You have one unheard message. <phone rings>
0: and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
4: Took it, though, was kind of hard. Mm. And I, I just had to come to this point of acceptance. of yeah. like, you know, it's okay to be doing well. You don't got to brag. But um, that was because my inner work, like some people, that, that ruins them. Like they can't, they feel they, they're either on two ends of the extreme, they're faking it and it's not really real or they really do have it. And they're like, how do I step into that? Like unapologetically. So that's where the work comes in. Mm. Gotta work on yourself, man. Cause I I really did for a long time. Like I was like, and you know, I don't, I, you don't got to get into details, but I really did struggle with like, wow. I felt like for a long time, I was like, my family, they don't even know who I am. Mm. I felt like that with my, with my friends too. I was like, they don't know who I am. Yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, and so yeah, I felt that. I feel like
3: that a lot of times. Yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. I
4: say, and I still do feel it around yeah. certain aspects of my personality that I just don't always show people. But um, yeah,
3: for sure. And, and that's what something in the Matrix where the Neo he couldn't be told who he was. No, no chance. You know, when he went to the to the Oracle, she couldn't just tell him. Like she had to tell you really what you wanted to hear because that was your belief. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you have to work around that belief. She wasn't gonna break it for you. No, no. And really, we're talking about a, a episode of beliefs. Yeah, yeah, everything. Sorry, sure you. Did you ever meet uh, Bruce Lipton?
4: Uh that's funny you bring that up. Um, I, I, yes, to answer this, short sure okay. answer, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Genius. Yeah, for sure. Genius. I mean he's he's paved the whole path on epigenetics. Mm-hmm. I mean he's created a whole new science. You
3: wouldn't hear about epigenetics if it was not for nah, Bruce Lipton. He was the guy. Yeah. He was the guy. Yeah, he's awesome. He's got incredible work. When I started looking at that work probably ten, twelve years ago, I was just like, What? Like, wow. But I, but I this was after I've already watched What the Bleep Do We Know. So I'm <laughs> already my mind is already. You, you know what's crazy about that movie, man? What?
4: I've worked with almost every single person in the movie. And the person who wrote the movie is um, the the husband of one of my clients.
3: Really? Yeah. De- okay. Deidre Haye okay. is
4: my client, and the uh, the the person who wrote
3: the movie is uh, Arthur. Oh, let me tell you this story and to show you the interconnectedness of okay. all of this, right? Okay. I'm watching what the bleep, maybe I'm. Twi- Great
4: movie, by the way. If right. you haven't seen it. Learn about quantum reality <laughs> and what our
3: reality really is. Got to yeah. check it out. It's a little outdated, but it's, yeah, it's, it's outdated, good. but it's still good. Yeah, it's good. That, that was before The Secret, and it, to me, it was yeah. like a whole different level. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. Yes. Totally. Super so scientific. So, 20, 23, 24, when I watched this, and I watched that movie, that's what I first learned about Joe Dispenza. He was one of the people that stood out to me in yeah. the movie. Yep. Um, But it was another woman in there named Candace Perk. I don't know if you remember Candace mm-hmm. Perk. She was a neuroscientist. So when I was in uh, L.A. and I was shooting uh, The Vice, they did that documentary on me. And Mm -hmm. one of the sound guys came up to me afterwards. He said, man, because he heard what I was saying, because this is after me sit down and do the talk. He came up to me. He said, man, I, I understand everything you're saying. You're absolutely right, man. My mom, my mom used to talk a lot about this stuff. And I said, who's your mom? he <laughs> said candace perk wow. i said what <laughs> i said from what the bleep do we know he said yeah i was blown away his name is brandon wow, what a brandon a perk. Yeah, that's awesome and i was just like it just showed me the path that i was on that yeah. you 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 going down the right path yeah you know it's kind of like that yellow brick road moment you know and um, i think
4: you know i think the universe whatever is the universe and whatever consciousness is aware of us. I know there's something that's aware of us. And I, th- I believe when you're on the right track and when you're attuned that there is something aware of you and you have mm. called spirituality, call it religion, even, it doesn't really matter what the label is. But when yeah. you're aware that you're guided, you start to see that it's all guided and has always been guided. Always been guided. But people, they, they, they play the victim and they think it's happening to them. They think, mm-hmm. oh, life's life's signaling me out. It's like, no, no, no. Life's setting you up, but you have to see why it's setting you up. Mm-hmm. You got to find the grace in it, you know? Yeah. So that's cool because the, the universe, I found like it always leaves the breadcrumbs right in those moments. And like,
3: it, it can be hard to, to think like sure. that when you're going through tragedies. You How know, couldn't it's, it be? Pretty, pretty tough. But when I heard people like Viktor Frankl, Man, you ever heard of Victor Frankl? Yeah, Man, search, search for, for meaning. meaning. Yep. Yeah, dude, and how he was hiding in the bodies during the Holocaust yeah. to just survive, and yeah. his perception on life and stuff wasn't wasn't tainted to the level that you know some people have had some traumas, no. and their life, whole life is yeah. tainted. Well, you can never see through a, a proper lens. Yeah, but when you hear stories about him or another woman, dude, yeah, yeah, he had to hide literally naked his family members on yeah, top on top of, of, top him, of him
4: to pr- pr- show he was dead. Yeah. And But his mindset during it is like the craziest part. He knew. He's like, I'm getting out of here. He -hmm. knew. Yeah. That belief drove him. He didn't let the fear kick in, man, which is what,
3: you know, we can probably get into that. Well, (laughs) now let's go to that part since we're there about the belief. It drove him. At a certain point when Morpheus got captured by by the agents, Mm -hmm. Neo was like, no, I'm going to go get him. And they was like, well, how do you know? He's like, I just just know. know. Yeah. that That belief, man. And that's that's why, even when I met you, I knew, I was like, this dude got a high level of belief. Oh, oh my God. uh, uh, Yeah. Where do you think that comes
4: from? (sighs) That's a good question. I think just, dude, I think at a young age, man, when I watched The Secret at 16, Hmm. I was just so naive. I believed everything. And that was the turning point for my whole life, where my anxiety started to go away. I started to actually make real money in life was because I believed. I believed I was a creator mm. and I didn't let anybody tell me otherwise. I'd tell all my friends. I was like preaching, man. I was
1: like, we, our thoughts literally create things. <laughs> I was going crazy.
4: And then a year later, I was in a bench. Everyone started believing me. Yeah. They're like, man, maybe this guy's onto something. Yeah. But my belief was a thousand, thousand, thousand percent. And it still is till this day. I tell people this all the time. I'm like, the the skill sets I learned in my early 20s Social media skill sets, right? You're 26, bro. Well, early 20s, when I <laughs> re- learned the skill sets. Winning last year. <laughs> so early 20s, I learned the skill sets of social media, right? Mm. And it was like 22, 23. I worked with a company with those skill sets, right? I was getting paid, let's say $3,000 a month. I had experiences internally that shifted, whether it be meditation. I had all these crazy profound experiences. We don't have to get into all the details, but I started having these very strong energetic experiences within myself where I was like healing, opening my heart, feeling the sense of love again, b- ha- being attached to my emotions, like mm. being able to feel what I was feeling. And with that came a lot of gratitude because, you know, most people don't focus on gratitude. So I was starting to get a sense of myself and having these experiences in these moments. And I know I changed. I changed energetically. I went through, you know, all these different meditations and all these things. And then all of a sudden my income went, went with it. I changed internally. My income completely evolved. I went from making three grand a month to 10,000 a month virtually overnight. Shortly after that, half a million a year, then a million, boom, boom, boom. But nothing changed in my skill sets.
1: Nothing changed.
4: Right. Nothing changed in what I was physically doing in terms of skills. So I tell people, everything's energy. Like life is energy. Mm -hmm. And if you know how to like work on your being more than anything else, your reality is going to match that. So I had the foundation of the secret when I was 16, but the missing link I was, I was really missing was the energetic side of things. It's more than just thoughts or things. Feelings are the vibrations that send out the experience to draw back to you. Like some people just think, oh, I got to think it into reality. It's like, no, that's not really the thing. So once I knew that foundationally, and now I understood the energetic side of things, I realized a belief is like hacking the code. Yeah. So if you believe in yourself and you have processes and ways to install beliefs in yourself, whether it be subconsciously, whether you're willing it in with incantations mm. and affirmations, it doesn't matter what has to, but that's why I always tell people, you got to create the energy within yourself first and everything else will fucking fly. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter how many skill sets you know. If you don't believe, Yeah. none of that's going to matter.
3: Yeah. I had a guy, uh, he had a pretty big uh, social following and- Pretty big. Yeah. Over a hundred something thousand. Wow. And he was talking to me about, he was stressed and he was thinking about getting a job. And I was like, bro. What? How, how, how you about to get a job? Like, you got this following. and, it, and it, So I already knew. That just shows, man. I knew what it was. He wasn't exposed to what's possible. Yeah. You know? Morpheus had to show Neo. He had to jump across the, the building. Yeah. But then let's talk about this other side. You can have the belief, but you still gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> like, there's there's so laws. You, so yeah. you 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 even in your own belief, and we talked about doing the work. Yeah, you said opening up. You had to open up. The, had to. You got that's the opening up. Had to. It's coming out of fight, flight, freeze, right. Stress response, tension in the body. You can't pour new wine into old wine skins, is what's in the Bible. 100%. So you have to let go. Gotta let go. And if you look at, you probably know this better than
4: I do from a scientific perspective, but every cell, every like hair, every, we're, we're becoming brand new every like 30 days. We're not the same thing. Like literally biochemically. seven days for your gut. Is it seven days? Like literally all the cells
3: for the whole body. For the
4: whole body. Yeah. Okay. So seven years ago, I mean, let's look at, you know, for me, I was 21. Anything that's happened to me, it's called in terms of trauma or whatever, experiences, that's not really me anymore. Right. I'm a whole new set of cells and so much going on. So some people, man, they they marry their story. And I always tell them, you got to divorce the story and marry the truth that we're unlimited. We could do whatever we put our mind and hearts to.
3: And the interesting thing about the traumas is that's guided too. It's 100%. And that's when the healing takes place is when you can accept that. Because that energy that, that's used during the traumatic event. Yes. It's stored in your body. Yes. So now you get to take that. Yes. Convert that energy. Yes. Alchemy. Yes. And now become that used version. Use it as fuel. It's the same like a butterfly. 100%. But when you stuck there, you literally just stuck there. Yeah. But, you know, you've seen it. You, and people don't know, Anton used to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I, that was so cool when I first, when you first came back, you came, where you, where'd you go? You went somewhere. L.A. And then you came back was it No 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 the oh family. oh yeah you yeah, went somewhere went and you to, was like um, bro you Grand Rapids you, okay and you were like you hiring i was like <laughs> hell yeah come on man i was, I was like uh, i was like hell yeah like you going to work for me cool cuz yeah. i felt like we on the same wavelength. You know what I need for my business. Yeah. 100%. You know? And I cared. And I cared about it because I had a direct personal experience with it. And you got to use yeah. everything in yeah. there. And I took did full you, advantage of that. Did you do the did you do the thirty no thirty Yeah, bro, we, that, we did that we did together. Together. that shit. it was yeah. hard, man. <laughs> we were like so pissed by like day 15, 20. We were like so <laughs> oh, mad. Oh that shit's coming up. That's that's the part that people don't understand <laughs> too, but the processing. Uh, that whole process. But yeah. um yeah, when you when you came back and, and you started working with me, my business started growing too. But um Yeah, you have to you still gotta go through the process. You still have million, to let go. Million percent. And that letting go is not a I let go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's more
4: to it. There's way more to it. And you like for me it was forgiveness. Mm. Learning to forgive those who hurt me and having actually genuine compassion for them. Yeah. Like, you know, the old saying, hurt people, hurt people, hurt, right? Mm-hmm. That's, there's a reason that's a saying and these cliches are usually true, but learning to actually forgive the person that wronged you the most, that was like the most healing I, I like coming to like the energetic acceptance of that and like releasing them and forgiving them and actually having compassion of like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry for you because if you hurt me like this, I can't imagine what was done to you. I can't even imagine. And now you're taking responsibility for their life too. And that's healing, man. That's how healing occurs. So I always tell people, it's like, when you can see the grace in your pain, like you were saying, it's all guided, even the painful moment, Mm -hmm. that's when the the real healing happens. It's like, wow, call it God.
5: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
6: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's
4: T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. I use the word God. God loved me enough to put me in a painful situation so that I could grow from it and become the man I needed to become. And when you have that level of like development in yourself and you really you're not just saying it, like you experience the healing mm-hmm. like that, there's nothing you can't get through. For it's sure. it's so fucking powerful. That's the day you heal.
3: Yeah. That's the day you heal, and that's the day you uh, you maybe start dodging bullets. You're not stopping <laughs> yet, right? You, you, but you, but you're dodging it, and that's and oh, no, that movie is such a great analogy. Man. It is, it is to it's the place so where deep. you you get to the end, and you're not even dodging them anymore. You just like you're just looking at, it, and you're like, nope, yep, total in control of of yourself. It's like people come Mastery. now in business, and I'm just like. Nope, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm not even going there. Yeah, you know, it's like now I'm in circles, and I observe. Yeah, I'm such an observer in these circles, and yeah. I'll and I'll, you know, something recently happened when I went to an event, and I'm with these high pro- profile people, and I'm just observing everything, bro. And I'm like, I see how the I see how the game work in this thing, Yes. But I wouldn't. Be it, I had that level of awareness if I didn't go through getting screwed over early on to yep. start to sharpen you. Like I said, you got to become a better, better version of yourself. Yep. Uh, for me, better, you know, whatever it is, that business person, CEO, whatever title it is. You just got to, in order for my business to grow, I had to grow. Exactly.
4: It's a direct extension of you and everybody listening. If you're a business owner and you're struggling, work on you. You yep. know, work on yourself because your business is you. It reflects your consciousness.
3: Oh, absolutely. You gave birth to it. Exactly. It's, you know it's what a they creation. Call, they you know what they call it? Hmm. A business entity. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an entity. an entity. It literally is. Like, oh, it that's is. Great. And me and my mom talk about all the time. The baby. Yeah. And sometimes your business is a baby and it's yeah. not. It's not.
4: Oh, well, it starts as a baby always. Yeah.
3: It's not. It's not where you, it needs to be for you to be able to do what you think you want to do with 100%, it hundred percent man like you may not be to go on all these trips and do all this stuff that's a baby that's you a want baby. that baby to take
4: care you of gotta you gotta nurture it man right so it can become a teenager and then a young adult and then the teenager phase like you're making all this money and it's like it's launching and it's going crazy but you don't have the right systems you don't have the right things in place
3: you can you can let the teen out too soon yeah or you let them drive too early Oh, you let them go to the party. You yeah. let them drink too early. Yeah. You didn't teach them, you know, about, um, what do you want to call it? Moderation. Yep. You know, and that's yeah. and as, and you didn't talk, you haven't taught it moderation cause you haven't exactly learned moderation. So yeah. when you get a hundred, bro, if a hundred million dollars dropped in my account today, you know what I'd do?
4: <laughs> go give
3: 90% of it away. <laughs> Nothing. I would just be like, oh, okay. Mm, you just accept it. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I'm not going to, I need to, it's not, there's right. oh, nothing seriously. I need to go right. out you don't and need to rush go be and go do.
4: Yeah, right. You don't need to go at blow this point. 50 nope. bands at a s- nope. club or whatever.
3: Yeah. If anything, I, I need to, I need to move it. Yeah. Just for moving it safe. I mean, if it was a hundred million in crypto or something, did you see that? First, let's go off topic. Did you see that? No, it was a glitch. Oh, I
4: did see that. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was like, oh my God, my account's
3: in the millions. <laughs> I'm like, You're funny, dude. <laughs> oh man, it was like, I don't know which, I don't know if it was on uh Shinobi, one of these coins or something glitched and everybody saw their account and it was like hundreds of millions and they was trying to cash out. Like like people, Cash out the
1: fake people were screwed, and bro,
3: and they were screwed mentally because they thought they they hit it, whatever. Oh, wow. But but again, back down to that thing. If I if I got that level of money, it's just because. And the reason why that's important for me is because I know that I got to a place, and it took me a while to where the anxiety, don't care, yeah, it ain't there. The attachment to that level, not there. And it gives me more space to be able to build my business from a place of power, not a place of neediness. Yeah. I need Inception to do this. No, I don't need it to do anything. Yeah. And that makes it where. um, That's when it comes in. (laughs) I was just sitting and I'm just like, you know, I'm not doing as much as I feel like I'm not doing as much as I was last year. And I'm not. But then, next, you know, got a text. Hey, CNN want to come in and do a thing on you. Oh, okay, cool. That's like I didn't have to do anything. Right. Right you get getting paid by the residuals of all that work you've done. All those seeds, moment. man. Yep. All those seeds. That's awesome. You know, and, and that's that's the part of the process that if you can learn that and fall in love with that process. Yeah. Now I'm like even more liking processes. Mm. Do you? How do you feel um, like being slowed down has helped you? Slowed down internally. I mean... Dude, it it's
4: changed everything. At one point I was too slow though, I will say. I'm getting mm-hmm. out of that now. But like two years ago, I mean, I was doing so much meditation, man. Mm. I'd wake up, I'd do two, three hours. Wow. Yeah, for what, years. What you, man. Was trying to t- <laughs> it was tapping into love, man. Two I was three
3: just, hours. You just blissed out all day.
4: But like, um, and, and you know, times I wouldn't hit it or mm. hit that, but it was, it was a lot of like working on, on the energy centers in my body, you know, the chakras and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, there was a time where I, uh, well, to, to start there. Yes. Once you slow down, you really speed up, slow down to speed up. Yeah. Um, and when you're going through a quantum leap, I don't know, this is kind of off topic, but I feel called to say it. When you're going through a quantum leap, there's this moment of what feels like a delay it's so subtle though but if you look at the expansion of your whole life that delay can be a few fucking years but what's happening is the gear shift is shifting just slightly you know when you're shifting a car Mm -hmm. it slows down slightly and then boom Mm -hmm. that's what was essentially happening to me at that time when i was slowing down i was prepping for what was to come where it's like i don't really have time to slow down i make time to slow down yeah but i had to take control of my emotions, of myself, heal my heart, open up so that I can handle life. I can handle challenges. I can handle, you know, running two different businesses, dealing with all these different things, personal life, family life, this, that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm still a young person trying to have some social life in there too, yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> but yeah, slow down to
3: speed up, man. hundred percent. For 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 sure. And I've going back to what you said you felt like you were too slow and i just yeah. i just was watching uh huberman mm-hmm. andrew huberman uh neuroscientist talking about how they looked at you know people talks about being in the present he said well based on all the data that we have being in the present long term is not good mm. and it it makes sense because your nervous system shifts if in order for you to wake up mm. it has to go into fight flight right it's using that same energy to get you up Right. And rest and digest. Right. Right. Ups it, and downs. It's yeah. a there's a there's a flow. Yeah, totally. What we're talking about is not so much that I'm in the present where I'm just zoned out. No, no, no but no, no, but no, no. I'm in the flow. Yeah. You ever play video games and you just was like murdering it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I just even sports. Yeah. No, yeah, no, totally. Jordan was in the flow a lot. Totally. Totally. Yeah.
4: I, yeah when i coach and work with people one-on-one i i enter even right now like i enter in a place of like i have no idea how long we've been doing this how, how like i lose all track of everything because yep. in my brain ways i've trained them to be able to go into alpha alpha really easily so mm-hmm. i can drop in and out even to theta sometimes and you get into that flow state and it's like everything just kind of works but you're right. they're like if you look at like some of the spiritual based community, so so many people get so disconnected from reality, man. Mm. Like every conversation is like so ungrounded. <laughs> and you say like Love they're talking about this and now, like, all right, how much like not to be a dick, but like what are you doing in life? Like what what's your what's your mission? What's your purpose? How are you serving? Like they're just caught up here and it's like, dude, you don't know how you're gonna pay rent next month. Like that's not spirituality. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what God wants for you. Yes. God
3: is abundant. And maybe that's what you need for this moment right. to figure it out. Right. And maybe it does serve you at that And time. I I had to go through that. Yeah. You know, to go through that process um and figuring out even financially. Like mm-hmm. I did, you know, I just looked at what I was doing as just, oh, it's cool like I'm doing it, but everybody else it to everybody else what I'm doing looks crazy. Yeah. You know, and um I read something I was watching a YouTube video it was talking about these five uh traits of a business that that make it what it is. All these successful companies had this five traits mm-hmm. and they they ranked them. And I'll just tell you the, the one that was the biggest ranking wasn't you thought, oh I got to have a good team, I got to have a good sales system, I got to have a good marketing it system. Vision? It was just flat out time. Time. And that's why for what I've been doing, I've been doing 15 years, but it's like, yeah, but 15 years to prepare myself yeah. to be at the it's right 100%. time. 100%. Like the 15 years, look, that's nothing. People people play ball. We hear it all the time. Look at these patterns we talked about. The, the Matrix is a pattern.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Need to learn patterns. Everything's a pattern. All the stars and stuff, why do you hear these people's stories and they're like, man, I suffered for this amount of time and... Um, then it finally broke. Yep. A lot of people in your generation, I think they're going to suffer in a different way where they have everything and they have to unlearn that. That's not having everything means you have nothing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, and that's a hard thing to. It's a hard lesson to learn. You know what, bro? I feel that it's harder to take someone who was given everything. And help them. Than it is for someone who had zero. 100%. Spoon in their mouth, man. That's, when
4: that's you, when very you're, tough. When you're born, they have no intrinsic drive. Mm-hmm. They don't have a drive to succeed because they already got it all. I have friends who are trust fund babies, man. They struggle. Mm. They struggle. And they got it all. But mm. they don't got it all, man. Mm-mm. They don't really got it all. And drive is so important. I mean- it's our will. It's our will to become and overcome. But if you've been given everything, your will isn't developed.
3: You ever heard the story of the boy boy and the butterfly? Probably said this on pretty, pretty much every podcast, too. Would you ever heard that story before? Mm-hmm. So it was a butterfly. Well, caterpillar mm-hmm. went into a cocoon stage, mm-hmm. and the boy was just monitoring the, the caterpillar. And one day he saw the caterpillar trying to come out as the butterfly, took a scalpel, and cut <laughs> cut the uh the cocoon yeah. so the butterfly can just get out. Mm-hmm. Butterfly Definitely. came out, fell to the ground, of died. Always didn't have the ability to use its wings to struggle yeah. to get itself out, to yeah. strengthen itself, to fly away. Like I told you, too much stimulus, you got an issue. Not enough stimulus, you have an issue. Yeah. You need the right dosage. Yes. You need the right dosage to be able to build you. And and biblically. People and growing up, people would say, "God ain't, ain't not gonna give you more than you can bear." Why is it saying that? You know, I mean, it's, that's that's a biblical verse, but that's a cl- cliche statement too because right. people say it a lot. Why are you saying that? Because no matter how much weight is on that bar, there's somebody spotting you. Yeah, you don't even know it. Oh, uh, amen, man. I I agree one million percent. I've always I can go back. I've always been spotted. Yeah. And the things that, and two, when I, the more I resist what's happening to me, bro, Mm. the worse it is. Always. There's there's a, there's
4: a lesson there for this. And my beliefs, there's a a lesson for the soul. Mm. It's like, and people trying to control their way to the fucking happiness. Right. (laughs)
1: It's
4: (laughs) not (laughs) going to work. Right. It's not the formula, you know? So yeah, man, it's like I was saying about the challenges. It's like, those challenges are God's grace. We just got to, we got to do the work to find that we really do but it's all guided and some people are that might go over their head but as you go internally and you really start to heal and you start to look back on your past and even your current and creating your future it's all connected it's all guiding and if you know in your heart where you want to go and you're working towards that that's all you need that's
3: all you need (sighs) And that's the hard part is that people don't know what's in their heart because yeah. people is going on what their trained exact heart is yeah they're trained right. brain right heart they're programmed to program they're programmed you
4: and they're manipulated by by the matrix and they they're told like you know status is so important and this mm-hmm. and that it's all bullshit and that's that's that's
3: cultured in us I believe for a reason to keep us small I was uh, writing a book working on writing a book and the publisher was telling me and it didn't blow me away but it, it it just was like yeah no shit man of course it's like that and what he told me was you could pay to get on the uh the um uh, bestsellers list really yes gosh bro it's all smoke and mirrors uh, you know that now yeah in mo- business. most of it is yeah it's all smoke and mirrors. That's disappointing. Even the book. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you can pay to get him anything, man. Money talks. If you can I guess. pay to get yourself out of jail, right? If you know the right person, then of course, yeah. Just like that, I get these inboxes, and now, and this is how I was messed up in the beginning of when I started learning that these Forbes things are like, oh, you want to get yourself in this article? Oh, yeah, pay for this bullshit. Forbes thing. I'm like. Like, look, go look at all my ass Seen in stuff on Inception. I really was in all of that. Yeah, right, right. right. You're not <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not paying for that to play this game of like, oh, I'm connected. But it's it's so slimy to me. But that's it's slimy, and that's the hard part about being awake in in that because you have a level of integrity that you don't want to play the game like that. Yeah. No. No. Hundred percent. And I think the the real people
4: then they're, they're far and few in between. But the real ones, they don't, they don't stoop down to that level. They don't need to because they get the real press. They get the real everything because, mm-hmm. you know, and you can spot it a mile away, man. You can just be in that presence of a person for 30 minutes and you're, you'll are you know. Yeah. You know, it's a reflection of their consciousness. And if they're playing, like, like, if you take someone who's super legit and somebody who's projecting they're legit and you have a conversation with them, you're just gonna, it's just gonna stand out. Always, yeah. always, always, always. Always found that to be and true, I,
3: and I think that's what happened. And and I want you to tell this story too, if you if you're willing to. But I'll I'll tell my story about the Charlemagne thing, which is that you know, um, like he came because I had something built. Yeah, he didn't come otherwise. A, and a lot of people they'll come to you, they'll want something from you and have zero value to add. Yeah, hey, I need to pick your brain. I need to do this. Zero value value. I know. But if you come, if you if you build yourself, if you spend the time. And you build yourself when that opportunity arises. It's like he's like, I like I got this mental health gym. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I, you got one up. I do. You got one up. Yeah. Here in Farmington. OK, I'm going to come out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, OK, on find out there on his own dime to yep. come, you know, and then ever since then, everything he's mentioned, said, bro, that's that's not me telling him to do it. He just sees what we're doing, and we don't even have an agreement. Exactly. That's just him seeing. Now, do you think that—I <clears throat> would never do that dude dirty because of, like, you came straight up. Yeah. Saw it, and do, doing it all on your own because you see something bigger than what we're doing. That's me. That's the vision. Yeah. It's, Inception is not about me. Right. It just birthed through me, you yes. know, but it's not about me. Yes. You know, and how how have you experienced that and being already being the one and ready to take on these opportunities? Because something had to build you to go to Joe Dispenza to start working with him. You had to be prepared. Yeah, well, you know, I gained the skills like from a
4: practical place, I gained the skill sets, right? With Vibe Source. That's where mm. I learned how to do everything. I worked with this company called Vibe Source, a social media company, you know, working with conscious brands and whatnot. So I gained the skill sets there. But what shifted in me internally was um actually at a Joe event. Mm. And I had, I guess I'll just tell the story so for the sake of context. Um, long story short, I had this experience when I was in LA. I was dating this girl and um we just, you know, we were going through a rocky time and whatnot. And I had these urges inside of me that she was cheating on me. Mm. And I found out, right? And I, I found out, of course, this is finding out. You found out. You already knew. <laughs> yeah. In, like that in too. my in my head, I'm, I'm finding out that she's cheating on me, mm. <clears throat> which actually wasn't true. And I'm just making up all, I'm going crazy, man. Mm. Like I actually was losing it. And this was going on for a few hours and I got so mad. I called her. I said, you need to come over right now. I was in pure rage. She's like, what the hell is going on with this guy? I didn't tell Mm. her anything yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking around my apartment and I I feel totally out of control. Like I couldn't control my emotions. I was in full blown fight or flight, but it didn't, it was scary, man. Mm. And I had this crazy moment where I looked in the mirror in my bathroom. I'll never forget this to the day Mm. I die. Locked eyes with myself. And I said, Anton, You're being just like your father. Hmm. And it scared the living shit out of me. It scared the living shit out of me because that was my biggest fear coming true right before my eyes. So I uh, sat down and I had, had, in my head, I was like, if this girl walks through this door, I am going to destroy her. Like not in a physical sense. I wasn't going to get physically abusive, of course, but mentally and like the things I would say and the ugliness that would come out of me was scaring me because I was having the awareness of like, I got to calm down. Mm-hmm. So I have that moment, look in the mirror and then I sit down. First time in my life, I prayed. Mm. I, I actually prayed to mm. God. And at this time, I wouldn't, I, and even today, I don't, I don't call myself religious or s- even spiritual. It's just, I never really genuinely prayed to the universe, to God, like I need help. Like mm-hmm. I've been there like from, from, from a genuine, innocent part of myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, universe, whatever the heck you are, <laughs> right. I need help because I don't know what I'm going to do when she gets here, then the craziest thing of my life happened. It changed me forever. Um, she comes over, and I start just telling her, venting, telling her like, you know, I feel like you're doing this. This is going on. Da, 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 da. All of a sudden, there's this just like this moment where this energy just moves through my entire body, like, like it felt like God was hugging me. I mean, it was surreal, and I, I just went into full blown crying. Mm. just crying bliss and, and sorrow and like all these emotions I hadn't felt in years were yeah. coming out, man. Yeah. It was like a, it was like, it felt like an instant instantaneous healing. And this energy that moved through me, it was like, it felt like it was coming externally. Mm. It was bizarre. I mean, it was the most wild experience and keep in mind, like, I'm not that type of guy, um, business owner, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you've known me my whole life, and um I had this experience and like she saw it went on for like an hour, man. I'm just crying my eyes out. I'm just like healing, and my heart was like mm. blowing up with love. Never experienced anything like that in my life. So then, you know, we parted ways, <laughs> obviously, but gracefully, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. But I still felt like something was going on with me. I didn't care, I didn't really care because I felt so good. But I lasted on that high for for weeks. I mean, mm. weeks on end. And then I started wondering. What the hell was that? Mm. What the hell was that? So then I'm on YouTube and I found out about a man named Joe Dispenza and I start listening to this podcast. I'm like, he's, he's talking about exactly what I just experienced. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's, he's, he's breaking it down. He's like, and it, it drew me in cause it was science and he wasn't mm. leading with like spirituality or Cause I had been turned off by that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We could talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. So I, so I, I went deep into his work, I bought his book and I started to realize, wow, he actually has this thing in his work where he talks about blending the real self with the projected you. Mm. And when there's a sink between the two, you have this liberation of energy. You're yeah. freed because you're no longer living this, this lie and you're just so honest and vulnerable with yourself that you, it's just like there's weights lifted off you. Well, that's what happened to me. Mm. And when you do that an energy moves through you, man, that's way yeah, bigger part. than you. Mm. So I was like, I have to learn. So I started reading his books, doing his meditations. I was like, so I, you know, I am kind of an extremist. So I went all in, like 100% in, doing everything. Then um, crazy chain of events happened. I'm in uh, London to do this talk for social media that at this mastermind of, of this group of guys who own like these conscious companies. And I'm doing this talk about social media, blah, blah, blah. While I'm there, I meet this guy, Mike, total stranger at the time. And he was like, and, and we're in this conversation. And while we're talking, I get a text from one of my friends who she knew I was obsessed with Joe because I had that experience. I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out what the hell is happening to me. And she texts me while I'm talking to this guy and she's like, hey, Joe's having an event in Cancun, Mexico. You should check it out. Here's the link. Boom, whatever. Click it. Sold out. I, for whatever reason to this random stranger, I'm like, do you know who Dr. Joe is? And he just fre- freaks out. He like erupts in. He's like, oh my God, I've been to like seven week long events, blah, 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 blah. blah. You would mm. love his stuff. And I was like, dude, he's having this event, but it's sold out. And he's like, oh, you got to go talk to Glenn, a guy at the conference. He's like, Glenn works with Joe Dispenza. Now I'm just totally mind blown. Mm. Audience I just spoke to, a guy in the crowd works with Dispenza. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So of course I talked to him and I'm like, dude, I'm a huge fan, but it's sold out. And he's an Australian guy. He's like, oh, mate, I'll take care of you. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, what does that mean? But whatever. Mm. Two weeks later, I get a call from him calls me. He says, you want the good news or the great fucking news? That's exactly how he said it. I'm like, dude, lay it on me. What's going on? He's like, we got you a free flick ticket. We got you a free flight. Everything's paid for. You don't got to li- pay a dollar. All you got to do is volunteer two hours of your time while you're at the event with my company. And you're all set. He's like, you and you're out. I'm like, dude, I'm in. So I went to Mexico, five Star resort, most incredible thing I ever experienced in my life at that time. I mean, it was just luxury to another level and I wasn't paying a dollar. They even paid for the Uber to and from the airport. I mean, Mm. it was insane. So I get there and that week I had one of the most profound weeks of my freaking life. I mean, I experienced things I didn't really think were possible in like without outside substance. Right. You know what I mean? And I, on like the fourth or fifth day, I started having these thoughts of like this dude, Joe, He's way too low-key. I was like, he's so good. I was like, he's so good. Why does the whole world know about this guy? I was like, what if I could help him? I just started having the thoughts. And then I was like, wait, I'm literally learning the formula for creation right now. I'm going to just apply everything I know. So every meditation from that day forward, and this was like the fourth day out of a seven-day retreat, mm-hmm. I start tuning into the potential. Working with Joe Dispenza, what's that going to feel like? Yep. How am I going to feel? Yeah. What are we, how is it going to be like going to all across the world with him? I mean, I am like making this in my mind, man. And mm-hmm. I'm stepping into it as if there's no separation day five, there's a walking meditation. So day five, six and seven, they do walking meditations and the whole week is sitting. So walking feels kind of nice. And I, and I never did a walking meditation before. Mm-hmm. And I just had this moment of like my heart blew open And the reason it was blowing open was because I was feeling so grateful for the potential of it being done that I was working with Joe. Like the sensation was so strong. There was no separation. It was done. And that's when I knew it was going to happen. I just knew it. So from from the the rest of the time, a whole bunch of synchronicities came into place. I was supposed to leave Sunday at like three o'clock. I meet a girl Saturday. She's like, "You gotta stay Sunday night." She's like, "So adamant." She's like, "You gotta stay. You gotta stay." And I'm like, "I can't. I gotta get back to work." <laughs> She's like, "No, you gotta stay." So I'm like, "Whatever. I- I'm not staying." I wake up that next morning at three o'clock in the morning because he do a meditation early at his retreats. Wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Thoughts like, "You gotta stay." So I'm like, "I gotta stay." I'm just gonna listen. I listen mm-hmm. to that gut feeling. I email the travel agent. I'm like, "Listen. I know you guys paid. This is kind of awkward. I'm asking you this, but can I can I stay like till Monday? All good. Boom." That night, Sunday, the night I should have left, I find myself eating dinner with Joe. Wow. Eating dinner with the whole staff, everything. And then I start. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going to just pitch him. Go right to up to him, pitch him. Made up my mind. He stood up, walked right towards me. Boom. Told him everything I could do for him, how I could help him. Um, The story's a little longer, but I'll try to keep it as short as possible. So we, I get that, right? Mm-hmm let's see about two or three weeks later goes by and we just exchange information, emails and stuff. And what happened was his CEO was trying to, you know, they didn't really contact me two, three weeks is going by. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? But as soon as I got home, I was having tension with my boys at vibe source. Mm, There was like this tension, right? And I was like, what's going on? And before I made the decision to work with Joe, I was kind of like caught in between, do I work with them and Joe or just me and Joe? And I was like, I didn't, didn't know what to do. Right. So what I do? Ask the universe for a sign, right? And the sign was,
3: (laughs) you you, you ain't got no choice. (laughs) Well, yeah. So
4: I get back and these guys are like wanting me to do things I agreed I wouldn't do anymore. And I'm, there's all this tension and there's like, it's so weird. None of it made sense. Yeah. I remember all that. I hung up the phone and I realized, holy fuck, that's my sign. Mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to stay with them. Right, so I left, and I had no income. I mean, everything boom shut off. I didn't give him two weeks notice I was out done, yeah, probably not the way I would have handled it today, but that was it. Um, sure enough, you know for for three weeks almost, I had nothing to do for the first time in my whole life, like literally nothing, no work, nothing, no business. Mm. so I just meditated every day. <laughs> I was just meditating, tuning into working with Joe, seeing it's done, feeling it's done, and I was feeling amazing. I mean, you couldn't tell me it wasn't going to happen, and the interesting thing about all
3: of that is um. And I've done that my whole life. Yeah, that that's why we connected because we're more. uh, I'm a visualizer. Yeah, and I walk summertime. I walk ten miles a day. I'm just doing walking meditation. That's awesome. But it's it's visualization. It's people think walking meditation can be just your mind is clear. It's like no, I'm conjuring up what it's gonna feel. This pharmacy within my body. Yeah, hundred percent to make all the feelings. I had been on the breakfast club probably a hundred times. Wow. And when it happened, it was like, well, of yeah, course, right. You're fair. expecting it. Of course. Exactly.
4: Exactly. And that's the same for me. Three weeks later, it's, I got the phone call. It's it a like, seed. You're working with him.
3: That's it. You know, if you drop a seed and you start watering and nurturing it, when it pops up, yeah, you expected that thing to grow. Okay. You you expected whatever seed you planted, you know what seed you planted, yep. you expected to grow. An apple tree, exactly. And if it grows something else, you're like, "What is that?" <laughs> right. So many
4: people, they, 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 they. You would never see somebody put a seed down, and then two days later, they'd be like, "That's not fucking working." Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not how it works. Right. But
4: when it comes to their dreams, that's what they're doing. It's like, right. dude, it's a law. It's a law of the universe. Right. What happens in nature happens in us too. We are nature. Sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping, man. And, and there's seasons. <laughs> yep. Amen. There's seasons so to
3: that, and there's harvest. Yep. And I've been planting a lot of seeds, you've been planting seeds, and now yep. you start to see harvest in a different yep. way, too. And that's why we can't ever look at each other's experiences and, and try to compare, compare them. No. You're on a different journey. You're playing a different game than I'm playing. 100%. Right? I could 100%. be playing God of War, you could be playing 2K, <laughs> two different games, right? Yeah. But as long as I can see one, I'm looking at you like and that sharpens me. Yeah, totally. Cause I knew what I was like, You work for me for one. And like yeah. I know where where you've come from. Yeah. I know the challenges you had. And yeah. I'm just like, nah. I, but but at the same time I'm like, Of course. Right. That's and A- same with that's, same with that's, that's me and Anton. you. Like I, I tell
4: I tell people all the time, like, I know you don't hear it, but like my family and friends I'm like, man, that guy, Dave. <laughs> That's the most consistent motherfucker I know. This guy been day in, day out, neurofitness, this little place. Now he's got this whole thing.
3: And and, hey, and that's all I say. It it ain't rocket science. No, it's really not. Keep going and keep growing and going. It's not just about keep going. Because there's some people who've been going in something that's been failing for a long time and have not shifted Truth. or adapted. Truth. At some point, like you said, that, sh- that gear... You got to shift that. got to shift it. Whether you got to cut your loss. Mm-hmm. You know, I think to think about this, you had that opportunity with Joe and then you had this thing going on with Vibe Source. Mm-hmm. You could have just denied that and step kept trying to work it out with them. Oh, and I would have if I wasn't aware of it the way I was. And people do that. Yeah. Instead of just saying, man, my lawyer, when I was going through the neurofitness fitness thing, he told me, he was like, dude, he's like, you should just... Just give it to the guy just and just like let go. it go. And I was, no, no, nah, man. What do you mean let it go? I don't work this hard. Nah, yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did let it go. Mm. I was like, you know what? All right, cool. All right, cool. I got to the place of myself I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm good. Then these two other guys came in hyping me up. How you just gonna let it go? You can do this, do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Hype me up. Then I'm mm. back. Now I'm dragging out and getting murdered. Because right, all the I'm money, not listening time. to myself. Yep. Nobody wins in that shit. No, You know, so I'm dragging that out. And it's just like, no, I could have saved so much pain if I let that rope go. Yeah. You know, it's like holding on that rope that's burning your hand and just let it go, man. And if you don't know how to let stuff go, you're going to create more pain. It's like going back to being in the flow. Yeah. Amen, man. Can yeah. you swim? Can I swim? Yeah. You can tread water. Yeah Now you know the people Who can't swim The first thing they do Is panic and drown Yeah true Me I'm just I'ma just chill I'ma yeah. let the water Just let it take you Cause you know yeah. That's the flow and Or even in Jumping in the ice I almost actually oh, yeah. I almost I almost
4: Literally died one time Doing that <laughs> Jumping in ice It was the first time I ever did Well, With No This was before I knew About breath work And Wim And all that oh, shit Oh okay <laughs> dumb and it wasn't even cold it was just like michigan like and it was free i mean it was probably like 50 degrees but my whole body froze and i had to get saved by my friends i couldn't i, I lost all senses of my body oh yeah i went
3: in shock because you went straight. You but now drunk.
4: it's like funny but because I have a new awareness. Now I jump into cold water all the time. I mean, I go into frozen rivers like a crazy man and do all the things. So I'm we didn't not even worried. talk about that. That's yeah. probably a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Wim Hof
3: in episode. it and I, I'm cold exposure. I, I've done it with the cryotherapy and cold showers. But oh, Wim Hof man. is a whole nother thing. Wow. I'm really curious. Cryo
4: easy. I look yeah. at that as
3: like a bubble bath, man.
4: <laughs> 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 I love cryo. Just get in there, hang out for three minutes. But ice bath is so, different. So beast. Are, you, are you
3: still doing ice baths? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember you were doing it in L.A. Yeah, and, uh, that's. I stopped, I stopped for a little because it's it's not good to do every day. No, yeah, yeah, you but but you're you're day. you probably built up a uh, uh, yeah. quite a bit of brown adipose tissue, right? For sure. And Big time. But if you were out there, you were just saying it was cold. Ah, it's freezing, man. Yeah, you like, still get cold. <laughs> oh. So it's not like you just become immune to Mm-mm. it after doing no it. No chance. Okay.
4: When I climbed the mountain with the wind, actually, the, the mountain was easy because they, they prep you, right, the whole week to climb the mountain in your shorts. That was easy. But the hard part was going in and out of the river about four
3: times. Shit freezing so how was Wim though like you saw him up close and personal and awesome. if, if you guys don't deal. know if you don't know who wim hoff is he's the ice man wim Hof, and he's yeah. been able to basically defy all science defy biological processes in the body where he can be in cold climates and for it hours. ain't nothing for him for hours and they studied him yeah yeah they actually
4: studied like his skin temperature Didn't change, like his skin temperature.
3: So the body was was keeping it warm. Well, yeah, I mean he took over. He took over the physiology with his mind. Mm -hmm. That's like uh Goggins too. Yeah. So again, we talking about the Matrix. Like these are we gonna be breaking some ideologies that we have around what's possible? I mean, obviously during placebo, you can heal yourself. Yeah. So we just haven't tapped in. I'm wondering what's was blocking us from really being able to tap in but at least you know you see a guy like that it gives you a, a sense of like possibility again. yeah
4: i think that's the biggest thing is you know all these things are really quiet and hate and fear and all that shit's really loud yeah like people in our survival brain these companies know that so they're constantly triggering us so we put all our attention there so they make the money that's why we got to do the work to undo that yeah, survival response. I tell people we're both human, but we're also divine. We're both. Yeah. We're an animal, but we're also godlike. Mm-hmm. So we got to learn how to get into that divine part of us, and then our brain's different. We don't get triggered the way we used to because we're in charge. We know we're creating reality.
3: So it's like when bad shit happens, we're not reacting. Responding, yeah, responding, and that's that. That's that again. Getting out of fight or flight. That's that end point. If you saw the Matrix, where Neo stood up after he was shot and killed, and now he's re- resurrected, yeah, right from the kiss of his girlfriend, which is <laughs> power of love, <laughs> right? That's that, res- that resurrected him. yes and now these that's three the best part three too, agents man. start shooting at him, and he's just so at peace. Yeah, he knows, and he just says. No Nope And when he says no All the bullets stops But he didn't just stop there He picks some things up And has enough space And awareness To observe them mm-hmm. What is Oh Nah, nah. That's literally that, That's how life is Yo man. That's When the stuff start coming at you And you're just like Yeah Like somebody called me uh, A worker called me It's like yo We gotta refund this guy's money And this happened And this and that I'm like Chill out man <laughs>
1: I'm like chill out, man. You're like it's all good. I'm dude. like,
3: okay, that happens all the time. Like that's the natural part. That's like if somebody we gonna get people who gonna re, you know write bad comments. It, like that's that bullet. Observe yeah. it. Oh, okay. And you see where it comes from. Yeah. And it comes from a place of shit ain't even real. No. Person don't know you. You don't know that person. That's just some stimulus. The question is, will you respond to this stimulus? Mm. And that's where we talk about the inner work, the inner wealth work, and doing mental health is just like, mental health is just a piece of it. Yeah, for sure. Like, I I didn't get into this from mental health. I got in this because I got connected to Anthony Robbins at 20 years old. Wow. And I wanted to become the best version of myself, and I wanted self-mastery. That's why I'm looking at these guys. I look at you. I look at these other people doing these amazing things, and I'm like, Yo, there's it's more, it's more I can do. Yeah, always. And that's, and that's the point of people awakening to their true purpose. Yes. So then they can add more value to this whole grand scheme exactly. of this thing that we're in. Exactly. And we can stop being manipulated and abused by the powers that be. Yeah. What it truly is, and this is the end, is decentralized consciousness. Mm-hmm. Till next
2: time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Inner Wealth Podcast on EYL. Get out the matrix. Theme song produced by Be Ready for West Coast Creations. I am Raz Cast. Reminding you to take action, be proactive, be congruent. Get out of the matrix. Get your mind right. We've automated mental health at Inception. Join the movement. La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast. La la la. la. Inner Wealth Podcast. La la la. Inner Wealth Podcast